Hey, fuck buddies. Thanks for joining us this week. I just wanted to throw up a quick content warning. We will be talking about racial justice and anti-black violence from minutes 7 through 21. So if you're feeling like you need a little bit of a respite, uh, please feel free to jump around and listen around those times. That is your content warning for this episode. Please enjoy. Hello, I love you. Hello, I love you. Hello, I love you so much. Your hair looks so cute today. Lillian Bustle. I love you, Tim Ponton. Thank you. I'm wearing a lot of. uh, I'm wearing a lot of berry today. Yes. Yes. I like it. I I do think purple has become my signature color. That's definitely for sure. My whole vibe. For sure. Do you have a signature Um, color? I I think it's pink. I think it's pink, and with, like, turquoise right behind it. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Turquoise is very much up there, but I do think I probably wear pink more frequently and and in public more. <laughs> in private, however. In private, it's all turquoise all the time, but I guess also <laughs> it, it helps that, like, I wear a ton of, like, pink lipstick, so. Sure, that makes sense. I always air twirl. My hair is dyed pink, like... There's um, a whole lot in that corner. I am uh, in the in the whole like teal turquoise. Um, uh, I just got a nail polish that's <laughs> it's called Garden Variety. It's the color from Essie, and I'm really Ooh. excited about it. I'm not normally like a greeny blue person for nails, but this makes me want to go sit by a pool and nice. and or makes me feel like I'm already sitting by a pool. Yes, um, and my nails are, of course, oh my turquoise at the moment. They're like chocolate mint, mint chocolate chip, or just mint with no chocolate. Mint chocolate chip, hold the chocolate. Mm, <laughs> I would like to hold some chocolate. Mm. It'll get all melty because it's finally springtime. Oh, thank goodness. <sighs> I feel like some some good things are finally happening. <laughs> some good things are happening. I I will say spring this year is so beautiful. It really is. Um, we got to go take a look at the cherry blossoms in Newark. Do you know about this? I did. I am aware of Branchbrook Park. Yes. Yeah, I was not. Uh, a number of really? years ago, not a number of years ago, maybe like four years ago, we went out to the Brooklyn Botanic Garden, and it was one of those weird years where it was like cold really late, so like they scheduled mm. the cherry blossom festival, and if the cherry blossoms don't show up, who cares? Right, right. <laughs> um. So... It was just mud and naked trees and overdressed cosplayers. That's what it was. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if it was always um, like a J-pop Japanese uh, fan club day at (laughs) At at Bridgeport Park. No, at the, um, the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. Oh, at Brooklyn? No. Yeah. But there were tons and tons of people with like professional photographers who were it was white girls in kimonos it was a lot of white girls in kimonos yeah that sounds and, right and uh not not um f- fewer than 10 but more than one white guy with a samurai sword sort of situation <laughs> yep that all tracks oh god it's fine i'm glad that people have uh found things that they love and are seeming to do them in ways that seem kind of tasteful so God, God bless. God bless. 
Um, either way, spring is fucking beautiful oh, this year. I meant that and more about warm on time. sorry. I meant that more about cosplayers in general and not about white girls in kimonos. <laughs> not about white girls in kimonos and white dudes with samurai swords with fucking top knots. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> top knots far as the eye can see. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this time last year I definitely still had my winter coat on. So. Oh yeah, yeah. We are heat broke at the beginning of lockdown. Um, Mm -hmm. And we had – so by this time I was already out of – COVID had already done its thing. Um, But we were definitely still using our friend's space heaters well, like, I think into into May. (laughs) I think we stopped around Don's birthday. We had a snowstorm in May on, like, Mother's Day. Ew, did we? Oh, God. Well, I did. I have weather that the rest of the state doesn't really get. <laughs> I, I'm in this like one pocket of mountains where it is reliably 10 degrees colder than New York at any given moment, and we get snow that no one else gets <laughs> pretty regularly. Facial. Yeah. Which is fine, especially in the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and doubly lovely. But last May, I was like, come the fuck on! Doubly lovely. Doubly lovely. Oh, uh, since this is going to be airing tomorrow, and tomorrow is your thing with Tiffany, do you want to do a shout out for the summit? Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Lillian and I are both panelists, speakers for Tiffany Sparrow's Love How You Look Summit, um, a curation of over 30 professionals in Uh, body image and fat liberation and uh, recovery from eating disorders and uh, mental health professionals. Yeah, naturopathic healing and things like that. Mm. I think today somebody's talking about homeopathy and sound bowls and stuff. Yeah, it's a really great collective of people um, all talking with Tiffany about what they do and why they do it and giving you actionable items on how to help you in your own journey towards a kinder relationship with your body. So um, I think you should be able to sign up somehow and see stuff that's already happened, like Lillian's. Uh, But if you're listening to this on release day, on Thursday the 22nd, um, sign up and tune in uh, because mine is going live today. Yes. Um, And Jen, did you post that on your social, the link somewhere? Uh, I'll post it again. Okay. I'll post it again today or Thursday. So the deal is when you're the, on your day, everything is free. Um, but if people want an all access pass, they have to pay for it. Um, Got it. But a lot of the content is free. You just have to pay attention to what it is when you want to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So basically if you're watching it on schedule, it's all free. Yeah. Gotcha. Woo woo. Woo woo woo. Um, uh, important things in, in beautiful things in the world. Yesterday, Derek Chauvin was sentenced to all three counts of murder, uh, for the death of George Floyd, um, out in Minnesota. And that is a big fucking deal. I think it might be the first kind of case where something like this has gone the way of the victim Mm -hmm. and not sided immediately with the police officer. Mm -hmm. Um, the stupid look on his jackass face when the judge made the uh, oh, uh, I didn't, delivered the verdict. I didn't see it, uh-huh. but uh, he he looked he looked around in disbelief. I'm not surprised in any way. Yeah, that's uh, yeah yeah. 
I'm sure a lot of people looked around in disbelief, no matter who they were rooting for. I'm That's rooting for it, you know, is, and I think that I keep hearing people say something that I think is very interesting in that this was not, it was not a case of justice. Like, right. He, and it's not. George Floyd and his family, right. But. It's accountability. It's, it's accountability and it's significant. Very significant, um, uh, and and the fact that this is the f- this is I believe the first time anything like this has happened is galling and terrible, and um, also fucking finally. Yeah, it should never have happened. But if it ever, but when it happens, mm-hmm. it should quote unquote justice should be meted out like this. Accountability should be meted out like this. I've seen so many people, not people who I know. Thank goodness. Um, uh, people who were like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, white people, of course. But, and, and like how, oh, who? Yeah. like, oh, this is over. We did it. Let's move on. M- meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, I, I just don't, I don't understand the mindset of, I don't even know how you get there uh, with any, with any topic, but specifically. <laughs> Oh, infuriating. Um, but then, uh, as you mentioned, um, I'm trying to find her name. I have it here. Um, te- terribly, uh, while the verdict was being read yesterday in Ohio, a 15 or 16-year-old um, girl, Makia Bryant, had called police because she was afraid she was going to get jumped by a by a group of girls that were at her house and um the cops showed up and they shot her and um a a young black girl was killed by police literally at the moment that fucking Chauvin was being sentenced which is just ah <sighs> I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I uh, don't. I don't know that I have anything else to say about that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's just it's. But keep keep uh, keep supporting charities. Find um, find local groups. Find local uh, defense groups that you can donate to. See what's happening with anti-violence movements in your city, um, and then and then find out what the people in your city actually feel about those anti-violence measures. Mm. Um, like whether whether this stuff is actually coming from a special interest group or whether it's coming from a grassroots initiative. Um, pay attention to what's happening in your neighborhood. Jersey City, Jersey City's inequity is is really really terrible. Um, and there are a number of groups who are thankfully working to rectify things. And there's going to be, um, a civilian oversight committee in Jersey city, but you know, there's obviously debate as to how well any of that works, but right. And as to whether it's like a romantic gesture. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, a landmark day. I will. It's one of those things when people. I remember my mom saying 
like everybody knows where they were when they heard about Kennedy being assassinated. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's going to know where they were yesterday when they heard the verdict come in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've it, had uh, we've had too many of those moments in the last year. Mm-hmm. In other terrible news, um, uh, states around the country uh, are suddenly proposing bills to ban transgender high school and other school athletes from I, New Jersey just wants to ban it from girls sports. Um, there's, there's two bills that are coming up. Uh, one of them in another state is proposing that athletes genitalia is inspected before they're allowed to compete. Oh my god. What a fucked up horror show world do we live in. Oh god. There is a lawyer for the ACLU whose name is um, Chase uh, Chase Strangio I believe is how you pronounce it. C-H-A-S-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-I-O um, he has a pinned tweet, uh, from November 12th, and that's a tracker of anti-trans bills at the top of his Twitter feed. Um, and there are many, so it's easy to find that thread, find out what's happening in your state and, um, write and call your, your Congress people. I wonder how this is building so much steam right now. Oh, well, they talk, they made a big deal about it at the, um, at whatever the Republican rally was. Oh, there's CPAC or something? Mm-hmm. Oy. Yeah, that's fucking dreadful. Yeah, we've, and, got, uh, we've got mass shootings all over the place. People, all over people, the place! Two people were killed in a inside a stop and shop in Long Island this week. Jesus. I mean... I missed that one. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, what... What... Why is this your priority? Ugh. Um, I am listening to in the in the in the realm of the skewed realities of of hyper conservative people. Um, there is a really good new podcast about um, the oh, is it Jerry Falwell's son? Uh, oh, I think it's called sure. I think it's called the Pool Boy. Um, it's called In God We Lust. Um, and it is about. Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife and how they basically like pull someone that they meet working at a resort into their lives um, and uh, while working at a school, while running a school um, Liberty has all of these anti-sex law, like rules I can't even talk today, I'm so annoyed Um, What's Liberty? It is an unaccredited uh, Christian university Oh, okay. And they have a code of contact called the the Liberty Way, um, where it's like no no sex before marriage, obviously no cheating, no lying, but like very strict dress codes. Um, you know, I mean, kind of what you would think about as at an evangelical school. Mm. And um, they have students from the time talking about how. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife started, like, showing up on campus dressed as, like, 
a provocative little red riding hood for Halloween and things like that. And the the guy's like, I'm not trying to contribute to slut shaming. I, you know, but they're, they're, I surrounded by girls who had been fined on campus for what they were wearing, for wearing leggings to class. And then one of the administrator's wives shows up with like a leg avenue. (laughs) Yeah. Leg avenue. Yes. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. Wow. Yoikes. Um, that's terrible. In terms of other, uh, uh, I, I guess it's not, I don't know if it's a recommendation. I'll be real. I don't know. Um, there's a new show on Amazon Prime called Them. And I really, I think the creator is a is a lovely guy, and I have a friend who was in the show, and so I was really looking forward to watching it. And I will tell you, aesthetically, filmically, acting-wise, it's incredible. I mean, it is, it is really a beautiful cinema, and I'll use beautiful very lightly because I think... You all will know what it means. But basically, Them them is about um, a, a black family in the early 50s who moved to Compton before Compton was predominantly black. When Compton was, in fact, a very, very white, uh, very racist, horrible neighborhood that had really strict, like, redlining and... Um, and bank maneuvers around uh, giving loans to or selling homes to anyone who was uh, who who was black at all, and um, it is an extraordinarily violent, horrifying depiction of the cost of white supremacy. Jesus, it is so violent and um there has been what i feel is a very righteous um experience from black viewers who are like what the fuck we don't need this and that's a thousand percent correct black folks do not need to see this i cannot be more adamant about it um and both executive producers are black folks you've got lena waith and you've got little marvin um and i think i think highly of both of them um i think this is something that is not a terrible idea for white people to watch because i think the bottom line is it's so easy for us to tap out and tune out to the virulence of our uh, of the just the unending legacy of our supremacy. Yeah. And to not really truly understand how long it has um, plagued black folks in such a terrible way that, ha- that affects and has affected every sector of their lives. Um, so I think them is actually... Um, not an unimportant watch for white people. Um, it is very horrific. And it is um, also good storytelling and incredible acting and 
and the design is beautiful, but it is fucking horrific. And you wish it were just a horror story, but of course the bottom line is that it's not. Right. Yeah, I mean, so many people think that, like, well, just like the guy I was telling you about on that comment section. Well, it's over. We can move on. We The civil rights movement worked, and um, the Voting Rights Act worked. And, I mean, most white people don't even know right. about that. Right. But, like, um, uh, 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 people think, oh, well, it was, the, it was in the past, but it wasn't that far in the past. It's not that far in the past, and it's and it's nothing that people are not still facing today. Since in on April fucking twentieth of twenty twenty one, a child called the police and she was murdered. Like, it's still fucking mm. happening. Let's put a content warning at the beginning of this and a and a and a I time marker great. in case people want to. I think that's the... terrific. Uh, I don't know what the time marker is going to be until we edit, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I could always record it afterwards when I do have the full file. Um, anyway, I I know we are usually a place of love and light and buoyancy and silliness, but the bottom line is to not be affected by this is to not be open and human and uh, and to and to and be actively important. actively propping up. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Destructive. This. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Never, um, never a moment to take a deep breath. No, I know. And that's honestly what, like, what broke my heart when I read about Makia this morning. Because I didn't see it until this morning. Because no, I've been I didn't mostly either. off the internet. I saw it I... on somebody's Instagram stories. I didn't see yes. it in the news. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, to, to know that in that same moment, not even truly the gift of that verdict went unmarred. And it was already fucking marred because it never should have happened. It never should have happened. Un- unconscionable. It's not unbelievable. It is unconscionable. Yeah, and that, when... Mm-hmm. I, I think Biden has sort of left this messaging behind, but he was very big on, like, this is not America. It's literally yeah. what America was founded on. right 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 let's not play let's not play this is exactly how we built this country it's just our job to make a different legacy or at least to start one i have to tell you when you were in the middle of saying something very serious i looked over and there was a giant spider on my arm oh a giant how big oh not giant at all like that big oh that's big enough big enough (laughs) what did you do with it i killed it quietly Because we were talking about something important. <laughs> I mean, I might have accidentally screamed. I'm not going to lie. Um, there was I, a second when I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was a tick. And weirdly enough, I was like, it's not a tick. It's just a spider. And then I murdered it. <laughs> and then mercilessly. Murdered it. Oh, God. Don't tread on me. <laughs> uh, let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, I passed... <laughs> Passed a wasp's nest mm. in a tree last week no. that must have been so full of wasps that it was moving from side to side. <laughs> and then I got out of the car to get a closer look because I'm a 
nut job. Silent scream turned into actual scream. <laughs> uh-huh. No. Yes, indeed. I mean, I didn't get close. That? I crept I crept like four four cartoon uh, <laughs> wolf steps. Slowly I turned. Cartoon Ow, wolf steps. Oh my god! <laughs> Slowly I turned has been in the fucking zeitgeist of oh, really? I tell you. Nice. Yes. Yeah, uh, first of all, my dad used to do it all the time. Oh, long nice. before I knew what it was. And then I and then I wanna say I've been re-watching the nanny. And somebody did a slowly I turned, maybe? And then Andrew's been saying it a bunch. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and now here you are. Strange strange, strange new interest in old vaudeville. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, if you are uh, ever in the mood to look at some old vaudeville that is obviously slightly problematic because... Uh, comedy is always a little bit problematic and vaudeville for fucking sure certainly um and bob hope you know but um on amazon there are some old bob hope christmas specials oh really where he's doing the uso tours and overseas with like raquel welch in a uh crocheted bikini uh-huh um and things like that it's 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 everything that you would it's misogynist um, there's some of the time. There is some um, not great uh, messaging around Asian folks. Um, sure. Uh, if if you are a person who can encapsulate and uh, compartmentalize, there is some interesting stuff in there. That but there is a lot of he dredges up a lot of the old vaudeville stuff. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, and I think it's nice. interesting to know about that sort of sketch comedy, whether or not you want to participate in it. <laughs> Someone get me involved in a community college course. <laughs> Would you teach that? Please? I don't know enough about, I don't know enough about it, but I hope somebody's teaching it somewhere. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Making I know. jokes that no one else will understand. Part one. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Be super topical. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, I. Oh, well, so the reason why I brought up the topic for today, which we're we're going to talk about scents and and fragrance memories. Um, I ha I found a Mike Berbiglia podcast. Called, I think it's called Working It Out. And I found it because I was looking for Hannah Gatsby. I don't know why. I was in the mood. I was like, somebody must have done interviews with her. I want to hear her talk about things today because I love her. Um, and sure enough, I found an episode from recently, like a couple of weeks ago, where Mike Berbiglia, who I think is the most adorable thing, is talking to Hannah Gatsby, who he doesn't know very well, and admits later on that he's actually rather nervous to talk to her because he thinks she's so cool. Uh, and he's so funny. He's so funny. And they workshop bits. That's the whole thing. He asks them some like memoir style prompts, um, about like cringy moments from their past or about memories. Um, and then he's like, I'm working on this new show that whenever we're out of this pandemic, I'm hoping to mount. And, um, I want to workshop some bits with you. And they bounce 
jokes around off of each other and listening to like Hannah Gatsby give him suggestions to round out a joke, but in her full hearted voice and then hearing yes, yes, Pete yes. Holmes do that. And then Nikki Glazer, those are the only ones that I've listened to so far. It is nice. It is really fun. Oh, I love him. Um, he has a film. Oh, what the hell did he call it? He did. He did a couple of films. He did Sleepwalk with Me. Yes, a bunch of years ago, and then he released a second one that I I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. But it's basically a love letter to UCB. Oh, I think it's and called it's, Don't Think. Don't think twice. Don't think twice. It's Don't Think Twice, and it's him and Keegan Michael Key. Uh, Keegan Michael Key and Chris Gether. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was in that. And Ad Bryant's in it yeah, too Geth's for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who they. I would got. watch that again. Uh, that was cute. Maybe Lauren Lapkus. Um, but yes, Don't Think Twice is really sweet. Mike Birbiglia. Like, just has is is like a dude version of us. <laughs> Well, he's very earnest, and and him, listening to him and Hannah Gatsby talk, she because she's like people people tell tell me to my face like what I do is not comedy, and he was like that's one of the reasons why I like you so much because people have always said the same thing to me, yes, and he's like well sure. fine, but obviously people enjoy it like call it whatever you want, but there's no other pot, but um and he was talking about how it's uh, annoying to people who market things because they don't know who they're trying to sell advertising to. <laughs> nah, nice. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes. Which is why... It's a humorous storyteller. Which is why Sleepwalk With Me, I think that he produced it together with Ira Glass. Um, nice. Because nobody would pick it up. Like, HBO looked at it a couple places, looked at it, and they were like, we don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> right. Figure it out your own self. And Netflix wasn't around yet. Yes. Anyway. To, to make all these strange little comedy specials that are like half storytelling documentaries, half. Ugh. It's my favorite. If I had seen more of that, really I great. think that I might have tried to get into stand up comedy because I have always right. loved storytelling. You know there was a niche for you. Right. I've always loved storytelling. I've always loved comedy, but I've always been afraid of not being able to do that, like how many laughs per minute shit, which is, which mm. is so stressed, especially when, at, when you're starting out. You can't just have, like, quiet moments. Stephen Wright, um, I just saw his first appearance on, I guess I've been into stand-up lately, um, on Johnny Carson. Uh, And he's talking to him, and he's, Johnny's like, well, how do you feel? And he's like, I am completely, somebody, somebody called from from your show, and I I thought it was, I told him it was a wrong number. (laughs) Because I couldn't (laughs) believe I was getting booked. Um... Uh, anyway, there's. But it's very true. Uh, it, it's very true. Um, I feel like that old, that older boilerplate iteration of stand-up comedy is sort of like the CBS phone-it-in multicam sitcom of mm-hmm. comedy shows, and it can be so much more, and it should be so much more because at the end of the day, it's really just about relatability, and so the storytelling and the earnest like sort of bleeding open heart aspect of it is yeah crucial yes one i also i will say and definitely in in the more uh broadly accepted category i fucking love cat williams yes i think cat williams (laughs) is just 
If I could see anyone live, it would be That's him. That's so marvelous. I love that. He's, he's so great. He's wonderful. And my, f- and my favorite thing about his style, other than the fact that he's fucking hysterical, um, he is, he, it almost ends up being like a Tony Robbins it almost ends up because every special he does comes around to it's X year. You got to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You've got to get your life in line. You've got to think about God and how you line up in the world. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a fucking pep talk. Yes. And um, <laughs> I, ha- I don't think that I realize it until I was hearing your cadence just now, which is his cadence entirely. Either he has been borrowing from drag queen parlance or it's been going <laughs> swapsies because it has a very similar sure. thing. A very yes mother sure. kind of kind of Oh feel yeah. To it. Well, you know, I mean like I think he identifies as completely cis straight, but he is a man with a lot of style and a lot of feminine energy. Oh, and like sure. his hair is always so beautiful <laughs> and he's always wearing like really like pimped out leather, uh, not leather, velvet, like beautifully designed pieces. Like I could definitely see him enjoying drag culture quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, just so just to bring it back around to the smells and scents, I love the idea of of significant fragrances and significant smells in your life. Like there are, Mm. there are things I remember. um, Well, one of the biggest scents for me growing up was uh, my, the house that I grew up in, which um, had too much stuff in it and garbage. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was aware when I was pretty young that I didn't think that I stank, but I knew I smelled basementy. Um, and oh, basement tea. Yeah. And the first perfume that I ever bought, I wanted Love's Baby Soft, but for some reason, my mom wouldn't get that for me. I don't know why. I have no idea. My sister had some. I know because I stole it. But um, it was uh, it was called Fleur de something, and it was in a beautiful Fleur de Jardin, like flowers of the garden. Sure. sure. Why not? Um, like an oblong bottle with a pretty swoopy fake gold top, and I got it at the drugstore. Um, mm-hmm. and I wish that I could, f- I wish I could find it again. Like I, I know exactly what I would, if smelling it again would make me think of drinking a, a giant plastic tumbler of iced tea mixed tea. Oh, nice. That's yes. what that would make me feel like. Uh-huh. Um, and probably wearing a lot of tie dye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I think, I mean, as, as weird as it is to have a smells episode on something that you can only hear with your little ears, um, I, obviously, you and I as Lushies are very fragrance focused, and I'm an extremely olfactory person. Mm -hmm. Like, like just a couple of weeks ago, I was reading you that letter I had sent to my mom while I was up at camp, and I had just, I had been in like a Walmart or something, or a Target, and I was spraying, like, I was just smelling their body sprays, because I was at camp, and smelled like camp, uh-huh. and, um, and there was one, and I think the title was, like, Fresh Orchid or something. Uh-oh. Orchids don't 
fucking smell, by the way. At oh, least not to people. Disagree. Oh, really? no, I'm thinking. Do orchids have fragrance? I'm thinking of lilies. Never mind. Orchids are f- like fragranceless. Uh-huh. So it was a lie, but whatever. Whatever they made it smell like. <laughs> Smelled like my mom. Yeah. Somehow. And I was like, what? Well, but then that tracks because you said your mom, your mom said she doesn't smell like anything. And that's what orchids smell like. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. My mom smells like an orchid. Yes, totally. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, like I, uh, I, I love fragrance so much that, like you with your fucking Fleur de Jardin, I have found old discontinued stuff on eBay that I loved when I was, like, 12 years old. And I have found it and reclaimed it. And then I smell it as a 36-year-old, and I'm like, oh, I have aged out of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, electric youth. I did that maybe two years ago where I I found it somewhere, and I was like, I got to have it. I loved Electric Youth. Oh, everybody loved Electric Youth. It was everywhere. Yes. And it had that springy, hot hot pink coil oh, it down had a the fucking, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a telephone cord in it. <laughs> so, kids, a telephone used to have a cord. <laughs> um, I Do you remember that drugstore company, Naturistics? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So, fuck buddies, just to jog your memories, they had a logo that was like a dark green rectangle, and inside were just white letters that spelled out naturistics. Yeah. And they used to sell, like, roll-on lip gloss and body sprays, and they had a couple of perfumes, and one of them was called Sunny. And it, it came in a box that was like a sunset and just some, like, like field grasses mm-hmm. in the setting sun. And it was... Uh, I want to say one of the primary fragrance bits in it was osmanthus, which Ooh. you and I have not, it, it's not a very common smell no. at all. In fact, what it's also in is uh, A Thousand Kisses Deep. Oh. Osmanthus is like, it's like this sort of deep earthy floral. Okay. And um, anyway, Sunny was so fucking lovely and I loved it as a kid and I wore it a bunch and then I threw it away as a kid Mm -hmm. because I got tired of things very quickly Mm -hmm. and um, I found it on eBay a couple years ago and was like, yoink! And I wore it maybe once but I was like, oh, first of all, this is from 1998. Like, Mm Naturistics does not exist anymore. Uh (laughs) It was not meant to be revisited 23 Mm. years later. Right. Um, But... It was, it was good. Yeah, it was like, that's all been discontinued since 2013. But I've, if you had asked me if it was still around, I would be like, yeah, I'm sure it is. But I think I'm thinking of Bird's Bees. They also made Vanilla Fields. (gasps) Everybody loved Vanilla Fields. Vanilla Fields. I had Vanilla Fields. Oh my God. They did a freesia that someone I knew wore. Oh, my friend's boyfriend. I wanted to murder him. It was gross. Um, Yeah. It was even worse than the Bath and Body Works Frisia. Oh no! <coughs> I um, in in that vein, in that same time period, um, not designer imposters, but whatever the ones in those in those bottles yes. like yes. that. Yes. Um, there was a cotton candy one, or no, was it pink oh, lemonade? Oh God! I think it was oh. full on cotton candy. Oh, and I remember. I think that I wore that for a week, and was in 
enamored. It was the quickest I ever got barfy on a on a fragrance i was like this is amazing this smells like my heart and then i was like oh this might be too much like oh no yeah i I could not wear that shit Mm -mm. uh i think my best friend Brittany wore the cotton candy stuff for a while but that wasn't even something that i ever got near um what did i really like from bath and body works of course i was a cucumber melon girl i feel like we all went through cucumber melon Yes. I have that right here. Ah, uh, you smell like eighth grade. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I have oh, I have a I have um a heritage bottle of cucumber melon and juniper breeze. Beau- oh, that's right. Juniper breeze is your shit. Juniper breeze, yeah, that was my whole summer working at Colonial Williamsburg. Plumeria is also <gasps> a favorite of my Oh Gabby's. my god, Melissa from Lucky Honeybee did a Plumeria candle a couple years ago. It almost nice. made me fall down. I was so <laughs> just wow. like transported. Mm-hmm. Plumeria was a favorite. Um uh I'm thinking of like the original releases. They did Oh, Sunripe one. and Raspberry was my jam. Oh, I did not like Sunripe. Mm, I like the sweet foodie things, yeah. I what did I think Sunripe and Raspberry smelled like? I didn't think it smelled like raspberries. Let me just be, like, very no, no, no. blunt about that. I don't think um, that's what they were going for, but... No, and they had, like, Country Apple, Juniper Breeze, uh, Honeysuckle. Their Honeysuckle was really nice. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I have a very strong... And they don't make this like this anymore, but they're the mixed berry... chat. Like, their <gasps> bombs were in, like, a thick yeah. tube... Yes, and, and a little seated, a little glass jar too. Yes, they uh, did either way. Which I will never buy again. I will never buy lip balm in a jar again after this Uh-oh. whole pandemic. No, no, no. Just like oh. I'm not gonna. Oh, <laughs> I am over putting my fingers in something and then putting it in my mouth. That's all. I mean, no, that's but not entirely true. Honey trap. Oh, I stop. I don't like the texture of the lash I lip balms anymore. I don't, it's all gritty. It's weird and like it. It melts it in your pocket. Anyway. Um, but that I bought that mixed berry uh, chapstick because I knew I was going to kiss that Todd boy. Yes. I was like, those this is going to happen. Oh, I loved those lip, those, uh, those lip balms. They were so good. I also really liked the body shop around those years. And they did. Oh, um, Dewberry was my whole thing. Dewberry, yeah. Yes. Dewberry and Satsuma. Anything Satsuma, I still like. The Satsuma was beautiful. Didn't they do something shitty? Beautiful. I think Body Shop is is on the shit list. Body Shop is on the shit list because you and I worked for Lush and uh, nah, Mark that's a better reason. There's something better. It's a better reason. I don't know. <laughs> Go on, Mark. Did he? What did he? Uh, Mark was Mark co-designed Body Shop stuff with Anita Whatserface back oh, in the eighties, right. and then she stole all of his formulations. So remember when they made Ice Blue? Oh yeah. The t- technically, the title was Ice Blue. Fuck you. Right. Um. And the like the ethos that she went Anita into. Roddick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the ethos that she brought that that she said she shared with him turned out to be, uh, you know, then the body shop j- got bought out by L'Oreal. That's exactly what it was. That's what it was. Uh, which which does do animal testing. Uh, at least it did in the UK. Um, when I think Probably of other either. when I think of other smells though that aren't fragrance specific, I mean fragrance specific from that time period exclamation. And um, Jovan, no, 
I know Jovan Musk, but I didn't wear that. I wore Skin Musk, which I actually still to this day think smells like popcorn. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I got that as a gift from somebody, and I was like, you know, uh, open to suggestions, but very persnickety about what kind of fragrance I'm going to put on my body. Yes. Um, and um, uh, 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 I wound up really liking that. But uh, the smell, when I think about like a non perfume smell two of the things that I remember noticing as a kid were um one of the pump soaps that smells like cherry almond Jergens. yes so there was the Jergens kind that you would find at your house and then there was the pink brand of soap that you would get in public restrooms yes and they were yes. both kind of cherry almond but they were very uh, distinct like yes they were they smelled enough like it like I was like I bet that's what you were going for but the first time that I got that pink soap out in the in the world in a second place, where I was like, "This smells like the Jergens soap that I love," and then I found it again, I was mm. like, "Do people use all the same soap out different?" Pl-? Well, it was probably whatever was being sold in bulk right, right. at the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. But From I was fucking like, U line or whatever. Right. Yeah. I was like, "Lucky me." Oh, I love that. I, I similar, and it still happens to me. I, um, yellow dial. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yellow dial was what we used in my kindergarten. And so to this day, whenever I encounter yellow dial, I'm like, oh, the weird old house where I went to kindergarten. I love that. Was it the bar or was it a pump? No, it was the pump soap, mm-hmm. and it was, like, gold mm-hmm. inside. Yeah. Um, that is – that sticks out for me a ton. Um, and that's, like, my favorite soap to encounter in the oh, wild. that's nice. Because I'm like, oh, I smell like coloring. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the shampoo that smelled like apples? It was before Herbal Essence. And it smelled so much like apples, and I loved it. Here, let's find out. That shampoo smelled like apples. Was it Suave Green Apple? No. Because that one was beloved. Uh, Shampoo that smells like apples. Archives. I guess there's been a lot. (laughs) Um, Salon Selectives. Whoa. Oh! I didn't even find it. I was about to Google something, and it, it literally, they were in those, like, reddish, maroonish bottles. Yes, yes, yes. And that was the first time when I was using that. My mom had been using Flex beforehand. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, sure. But it that smelled solidly like, we didn't know what to make this smell like, so we made it smell like shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> It smelled enough like clean. It was fine. It smelled clean. Yeah. Um. I think. I think it was around that time when they were like, "Smells like silk." That silk and shea butter smell that shows up in things sometimes. Um, yes, which is such a weird thing to say to not, people. Yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> but um, we went from that to salon selectives, and I was like, "We can't go back. We can't." <laughs> You're not allowed to. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Um, oh, Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble. Okay, I didn't really have Mr. Bubble. things for me. Johnson & Johnson, No More Tears. Oh, 
Yes, for sure. Actually, do you know what kind of smells like No More Tears? And they have to have intentionally done this, but I don't. But this is what I smell every time. So Lush has a perfume called I'm Home. And it and it's it's beautiful. It smells like cocoa and vanilla and honey, and it's very warm. And they paint you a whole picture in the description, and it's like you've just arrived home to your fucking English cottage, and like the kids are upstairs <laughs> in the bath, and blah 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 blah. Like, and they paint you a whole fucking picture, and it's lovely. And that's how I feel when I wear it. But the scent that I smell in there that that taught that speaks to them being home and like nighttime is happening is that I get a little bit of no more tears shampoo. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I had a weird mm-hmm. renaissance with that in college. I just wanted that smell around me. I don't, yeah. I, I think a friend was using it because they were like brought it back from Christmas break. Oh like, my God. Somebody just had it and it was in the shower and I was like, Oh, I gotta smell like this all the time. That's what a baby smells like. I don't like babies. Well, yeah, but I maybe if you smell like, like a, baby, as a baby like that. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Exactly. I don't like babies. I don't. Um, I do have to say, huh. quick, quick sidebar, yeah. like pandemic and not seeing things that you are accustomed to seeing on the regular. Oh, seeing the, babies like, now is jarring. Three, the three times that I've seen babies... And I usually just don't fucking care. But the three times that I've, like, seen babies, I'm like, oh, a baby. That's magic. What the fuck do you mean there's a baby here? Like, fascinating. Even though I logically know, like, yes, I know a lot of people who've had babies. And, yes, of course there are babies in the world. That's the thing. But, no, when I, like, see one on a walk, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Not, like, my ovaries. No, getting no, no. all excited, but just like, oh, I my forgot eyes about you. haven't seen this. Yeah, I forgot about you. I forgot <laughs> about a teeny weeny tiny human. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. There was a little girl who walked into the store that I, I help out at. <laughs> and it's been a long time since I've been in an enclosed place with a tiny person who then was so over being there that she had to... Do that beautiful, free, open rib cage, draw in of breath, and then <gasps> like that. Oh no! And she wasn't even screaming; she was just shrieking to yep. make her mom uncomfortable so that she could go to the park. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, that kid's also a genius, but still, she literally ran out of the door three times. And then the mom was like, can I close this door? And we're like, yeah, I guess. I guess. Then, yeah. We're, then we're all in here together, though. Oh, yikes. Jesus. It's oh, fine. Oh, Lord. I'm sure she'll grow up and not shriek in people's ears all the time. Or maybe she will. A beak is in. Maybe, maybe she is the diva from um, Fifth Element. <laughs> maybe. And we're just not in that part of the future yet. Not yet. Wait till she grows a giant blue thing. <laughs> oh, that's probably going to come from the next apocalypse, right? right? Nice. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Um, um, skin So Soft. Oh, God. Herc. Herc I hated Skin So Soft. Uh, and, and similarly, off. Like, my mm. whole summer smelled like 
off competing with Skin So Soft because I didn't use Skin So Soft, but I felt like all the other kids did because yeah. it was like because everybody was I, fucking selling Avon because everyone was selling Avon, and so it was like everyone smelled like this incomprehensibly bad shit, and I was like, "Give me my deet." Yeah. Oh, same here. Same here. Yeah, my mom. My mom actually, I remember her saying, "Let them put it on you. They want to put it on you." Let the parents put it on you, but then put the real stuff on. So I had the same. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, because ours like was like not even the not even the the green. Can. It was when they first started doing the orange top can of Deepwoods off that literally said "Deet" in John. It was like this yes, is what yes, with this Deet. is this is what they use in the jungle and the military. And I was like, right, right, yeah, right. give me that because um. Uh, I can't say it was because of Skins of Soft, but um, our camp, our troop leader got Lyme disease. Oh, fuck. After we went camping one time. <clears throat> and it was really bad. Uh, and I think I mentioned uh, that Marianne Kirby posted this thing about how, like, ticks were lab created to have Lyme disease as, like, a form of warfare. And then they just got loose. I chose to yeah. not think about that fuck. again. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, okay. well, honestly, honestly, though, it is a little bit reassuring in my opinion because otherwise it's like, why the fuck is this going so unchecked? Why can't we just solve this shit yeah. since they're everywhere and people get them everywhere right. and they're in, they're nearly invisible right. creatures. Like, <laughs> um, But I guess it makes way more sense if they were created to basically be unstoppable. <laughs> well, right. Well... <laughs> What if the ticks themselves were created in the labs? What if they were never supposed to be at all? Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, one of my most favorite smells ever is a campfire. Yes. I love a campfire. I mean, I like toasting marshmallows. I like how that smells, too. I don't even mind it, like, when a marshmallow gets, like, caught in my hair. Because then I <laughs> smell like burnt marshmallow, and it's fine. Um, so much better than anything else. <laughs> oh, but man, I I love I love a campfire at any time of year. I love I I, I mean it is a little. I can also tell when it's not a campfire when it's like a building fire. You know what yes. I mean? When it's yes. I because uh, Don Don had that apartment fire that one time, um, so that very much bothers me. But when it makes me <laughs> it makes me think about. You know what it makes me think about? makes me think about someone's capable parents who's Uh-oh. taking care of me. Because my mom, like, yeah. she knew how to do a lot of stuff, but she wouldn't, like, take us camping. She would be part of a camping trip. But she wasn't, like, packing everybody up. Um, she mm. And she probably did build her share of campfires because she was the mom that had the cigarette lighter. Yeah. Um, but definitely it was somebody else's parents who were making sure that all of the camping was happening and that the campfire was safe. Um, I, uh, I, I don't think my parents ever took me camping. I'm pretty sure I only ever really camped with summer camp, with Girl Scouts and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, we talked about it, but we never went on our own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... Um, I love campfire smells. Also, the smell that will never not smell wonderful to me is Noxzema. Oh, right. My mom smells like Noxzema. She, I mean, she doesn't really anymore, but it doesn't matter. Like, Noxzema smells like my mom. 
I used Noxzema until I was well into my early 20s. So I like the smell of Noxzema, but Noxzema made me break out, so I have a different reaction to it than you. Uh, yes, I, well, it may, it may very well have made me break out. Like my mom, the way my mom used it was technically incorrect. She just basically rubbed it into her skin and left it there as though it was a moisturizer. Oh yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do that. You're not. It's a cream cleanser. You're definitely supposed to take it off. it's a cold cream. But. Whatever. Right. Whatever works for her. She just left it on her skin. She does have great skin. And she doesn't use it anymore. She uses, like, fancy shit from Oil of Olay. Mm. Um, But uh, she smelled like that. I was obsessed with herbal essences. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Which color? Beyond. Which color? Um, I think in the originals, Mm -hmm. uh, the... This new stuff is not canon. This is, like... No, it's not. No. No, it has to be that old... That old with the pine green smell mm-hmm. with the green top. And I think I maybe liked the green bottles the best, but I think I used the yellow bottles more. Mm, interesting. But I definitely used both of them, and I think they were about the same smell. I feel like they were all almost the same smell. The pink one was very different, but the yellow one was my favorite yeah. for sure. I missed the old herbal essences. It was the fucking business. And uh, was like... My favorite snoot to snoot. Mm. Yes. I uh, <clears throat> I do think there's something to be said for the smell of opening up a paper bag with a, a sandwich that's been sitting in it, waiting for you to <laughs> eat it on a field trip. Oh, good call. With like maybe an apple or some carrots at the bottom. and It's such a... Also the smell of a lunch pail or a lunch oh, box. Oh, no, no, no. Not for me. Nope, Not that for was, you. nobody washed my lunchbox. <clears throat> my, Mine was traumatic. My lunchbox slash lunch bag pretty much always smelled like the honey oat bread. It it, oh. it always smelled like Pepperidge Farm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, mine smelled like uh, people. somebody left it too long and didn't wash it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a bummer. Shrug. Um. But yeah, but, that, but I can also yes, like paper I can bag also, lunches on a field trip. I can also brain smell that smell right now. Like I know exactly what that smell was. Yes. And yes. then trying to hold my breath long enough to get everything out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the smell, I think I probably mentioned to you, but when I went to my old high school a couple years ago to speak. Oh, um yeah, the gym. The gym. Holy fuck the gym. I could not uh, I, and I had been in my high school building. Have we done this episode before? <laughs> no, okay. not really, no. No, this is, it's just, it's like piecemeal of like nostalgia brain. Mm. But I, when I went into that gym, oh my God, everything from like the mats on the walls to the bleachers to the smell of like the specific smell of rubber. Yes. It yeah. was exactly the same Exactly. The smell of the linoleum tile, like, oh my god, transported. Um, were you ever in the school while someone was polishing the floor using one of those big floor polisher things? Yes. That wax is a serious business smell, too. Yep, for sure. Also, unpleasantly, the stuff that they'd have to throw over barf. Oh, 
I thought that was that just sawdust. That, that has a smell? Fragrance sawdust. Ew. Yes. Oh, oh, urinal cakes. Urinal cakes. Are the worst. The worst. That has to have been invented by a dude, right? Like, like, oh, we pee in this thing that doesn't really get the pee smell out. What are we going to do about that? Ew. Just throw a chunk of something and we'll pee on that. Oh, we have to make it smell really strong though, right? What about mothballs? Nah. Oh, God. What about, what about, what about the smell of, of 14 air fresheners for your car? (laughs) that's it that's the money no nailed it <laughs> oh my god not as good as um, your fucking... <laughs> um um uh i mean the smell the smell of a black ice car tree little little tree air freshener i wasn't the around this a whole lot but that that makes me think of being in cabs as a kid like oh, yellow cabs they're dreadful they're dreadful Ooh, how about Dracar Noir? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Polo and Dracar and Curve. Oh, Curve. Yeah, Someone brought fucking up, loves someone Curve. Someone brought up Curve recently. It was Maybe it was in a, a movie or a TV show or something, and I was like, whoa, that's so specific. Um, I mean, everybody would imagine it, but like CK1... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CK one was indeed the smell of a generation, and and at, to your point, that like that that imposter stuff that the they would sell at drugstores, yeah. right? And they were aerosol cans. I know, and they cost like four bucks, and it was like our impression of dot dot dot, uh, George, whatever no. perfume is. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so I definitely had a CK one <laughs> dupe for sure. Um, uh, also, I would say just like ambiently, one of the most wonderful smells to me is like an old cabin or like camping cabins or like or like really old wooden houses in the mountains. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a very, very particular uh, cedary smell. Mm-hmm. And when I smell it, I am immediately at camp. That's and so you know what good. actually still smells like that? Huh. Mohonk Mountain House. <gasps> it sure does. We were just talking about that because our resort. I would resort, go to Mohonk with you, by the way. Because our resort was so not Mohonk Mountain House. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you went You went legit on Borscht Belt. <laughs> we were in I the, mean, nothing we were, is really truly We were in the Borscht anymore. Suspenders. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you were. Oh my god. Nothing um I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same, but this place was like the land that time forgot. Oh, uh, which is so great. I mean be- because nothing has been borscht belty since uh the mid 90s. I mean, right. I actually watched I watched or read a little thing about the death of the Poconos and the and the Catskills. Yeah. And I can't remember. I read exactly a book about it. Why? <laughs> um uh it, oh, it's because of air travel. That's why. Oh it's it, yeah. it just it fell off and off right, and off. Right, right, right. And as air travel became a real option, so many people <clears> didn't <throat> feel like they had to go somewhere that was just drivable. And so 
all of these resorts in the Catskills lost their appeal right. and they lost their mainly Jewish bases, especially as people were like, we could go to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we really want to be. <laughs> so uh, sadly, it was just something that had to be grown out with time. And, um, and, and that culture doesn't really even exist, even marginally. Mm. Uh, a lot of those resorts still exist, but then were sold to Gentiles yep. <laughs> as like B&Bs or their own, their own little thing. But, um, yeah, it just doesn't exist the way that it did. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, speaking of air travel, another very specific smell that I haven't smelled in a while is the take your shoes off part of the TSA check. <laughs> oh, things I'm so happy I don't have to smell for 9,000 uh-huh. on New York <laughs> on garbage day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the the smell of the smell of a uh, fucking shrimp and cheddar biscuits going past fucking Red Lobster on Forty First Street oh coming my God. out of that goddamn vent. Okay, I mean Jen just summed it up, but there's there's first of all, if you if you're if you if you're not in Times Square a whole lot, you will forget that there's a Red Lobster there. There might not even oh, be one there anymore. But, God bless but you. there's a huge Red Lobster there for all the people who can't be bothered to actually figure out how to eat in New York City. And um, and and right as you get up out of one of the subway stops, you turn the corner and the exhaust is literally in your face. Literally. Oh, it's awful. <clears throat> and it's right outside of the subway. It's, it's right, right outside of the station. You have no chance to brace yourself. <laughs> And you're just whapped in the face with oh. with shrimp and and cheddar bay biscuit and it you know what it's it smells like terrible. it smells like old shrimp shells even it doesn't even smell like seafood that's happening now you know it smells like seafood that happened <laughs> there's there's just a soup song did you just did you have, hear that yeah what was that. A giant thunderstorm rolling in right the fuck now. Wow, it sounded like somebody was tap dancing on your roof. Yeah, that's that's thunder coming in. Um, uh, what it smells like to me is just a soup song of um, of vomit sawdust as well. Ah. So like, I just <laughs> I I cannot, and to the to the point where I will try to go to other corners. Mm. So I'm real happy I don't have to smell that. I'm happy I don't have to smell garbage juice. I'm happy I don't have to smell patches of urine growing stagnant. Or just oh, like that's hit, real bad random right now in the city. Of urine. Yeah. Is it? So um so it depends on where you are. Um I have been now I've been to parts of Midtown. I've been to um are you okay? That's really it's loud. It's so thundery. It's, it's so really thundery. Loud. Very thundery. Yeah. We're supposed to get that around 3 o'clock. Ooh. Big thunder. Big thunder. Um, so, uh, You're in uh, pee. Parts of New York um, have fared better. Parts of Manhattan um, have survived better than others in the pandemic. But pretty much universally, um, places have stopped allowing people to use their public restrooms unless it is a sit-down restaurant, right? If it's a sit-down restaurant where you're either eating inside or outside um, or a fancy juice bar. But, like, all of the Starbucks, burp, like, the place that but everybody... they already kind of were. Yeah, the, the ones in Midtown sure were, but the, but some of them were still reliable. Um, I was uh, I went into Kmart 
by Astor Place. Couldn't use the bathroom there. Um, they were like, I think Ray's Pizza will let you. And I was like, well, well, if that's the only one around here, I want to find my own because that means everybody's using that bathroom. Um, yeah. So then I was like, oh, oh, the rehearsal studio is at 440 Lafayette. I'll just boop, 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 boop there. Lillian, rehearsal studios don't exist anymore. It was now NYU Classrooms. And I I went up to the fourth floor like, I'm going to be sneaky. And there was a girl. I started to walk by her. I was like, just look like you know where you're going because that's how I go to the bathroom everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, oh, hey, uh, there's classes on this level, right? And she was like, she was like, yes, but can I see your NYU ID? And I was like, oh, my friend's teaching. And she said to meet me up here. And and she was like, oh, I still need an ID. COVID. Like, you have to be approved to get in. And I was like, I guess I'll meet her downstairs then. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked okay. around the East Village for so long that I texted Don, I cannot believe the city is not overflowing with human feces right now. Like, Ew. it was so hard for me to find a bathroom. And then I had to, I had to, I wound up going to the Dallas barbecue on St. Mark's, which is oh, by shit. and large the very worst version of that restaurant. I have a great sweet spot for that place, especially the one on 23rd and 8th. But holy Moses, talk about the land of time forgot. Woof. No. Anyway, it all worked out. I did not wet my pants. But uh, I can't even fathom. Like honestly, that's one of the that's one of the things that I'm most uh, I mean, quote unquote, concerned about. I don't know how much I concern myself because there's so much I don't know that I'm I'm more effective at living in the present now than I ever have been before. Yeah, ever, ever, ever. You're killing it. And I think it's because we can't even like make an educated guess on the future. Sure. Right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I do think about a time where like going to the city and like spending the day in the city won't be a giant thing, mm-hmm. which again, not even sure that that's going to happen, right. but should it, I'm like, how the fuck? I'm so used to having my bathroom 10 feet away now. <laughs> yes. I am way too used to having my bathroom 10 feet away. <laughs> I am way too used to peeing every time I feel the desire to pee, which, by the way, is very frequent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I am Same. a frequent peer. We're well hydrated people, <laughs> you and me. We're well hydrated people. I have a small bladder, and I like to, to, the, to the point where in the before, I had like my bathroom stops along the way. And I wouldn't necessarily stop every time, but I would, maybe half the time, I would stop at, like, my way station and then in, and then hopefully have, avoid it in the city because so much of Midtown is, like, fuck you, you can't use a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then if you get in the bathroom, like, fucking good luck, it's the worst. Right, right. But. I mean, back in the day, you used to be able to sneak into hotels and stuff. Like, I knew I had, I had all places, um. Oh, the Knickerbocker on 42nd Street. Uh, they have a roof bar that you used to just be able to, like, go up there and hang out whether or not you got a drink. And there were great bathrooms there. And now I and, – and the 440, I thought that rehearsal studio was going to be the thing. By the way, rehearsal studios also have a smell that I really love. Um, and I should have known that it wasn't a rehearsal studio anymore because it didn't smell like that when I walked in. Because it smelled like NYU oh. students and not like Krav Maga people. <laughs> like, yes, yes, like it's, right. It's hairspray right. 
It's hairspray. Um, somebody like sweating from a karate class. Dance Leather shoes. jazz shoes. Yes. Mm, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Up the steep and very narrow stairway. Um. Somehow, the smell of swimsuit fabric, like oh. the smell of lycra, as oh, well, yeah. which has a bit of a cl- a little mm-hmm. chlorine. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and definitely like that cheap powder that comes in the weird, um, the weird yellow and gold package that just has powder puffs all over it. Do you know what I'm talking about? There was a cheap <sighs> translucent powder that com- I'm looking. I'm showing. Oh, yes, 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 it, yes, yes. It came yes, in yes, a yes. round box. I always thought they were little cotton blossoms or something, but yes. Oh, maybe yes, that is it's what it just, is. It's just gold and uh, it's just gold and red and like white, and then it's got a little black bow on the top or something. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That powder. Also, totally. Also, in the winter, I love the smell of uh, either a nuts for nuts vendor or just like a roasted chestnut <gasps> situation. I love that smell. Mm-hmm. I should learn I how to. I love that smell. Uh, uh, when we were in um, the uh, uh, Calicoon, New York is where we were, um, mm-hmm. there was a distillery there and they were like, oh, we'll bring you out some nuts to snack on. And I will always snack on some nuts. When my teeth allow it. Um, uh, and we were so charmed and asked, asked somebody who came around to see if we were doing well. Because everybody's very friendly up there. Um, to the point where I'm like, I'm not, no, are you trying to sell me your CD? I don't want to buy your CD. Oh, you're just a person who works here and you want to uh. <laughs> talk to me. Um, uh, we were like, oh, can you buy these? Like, do you, do you sell these? And she was like, uh, maybe we could, but it's the... Um, Oh, shoot. Astor Place Cafe? That's not what it's called. There's some famous cafe that makes these seasoned nuts. Um, Union Square. Union Square Cafe uh, Nuts. If you Google that, you will get the recipe. And as soon as she said it, I was like, oh, my God, those are legendary. That was a whole thing at this. At this um, Union Square Cafe was more like a fancy. It was not a cafe. It was fancier than that for sure. Mm-hmm. And they put out two rounds for happy hour. They made they made one batch of nuts. They put them two bowls out. They put out a bowls and then they refreshed them once is what I mean. Um, and mm-hmm. so if you wanted to taste the magic of these nuts before somebody like published the recipe, you had to get there at like at five o'clock. And if you were ordering <laughs> the magic your drink, of what? Uh, you gotta taste my nuts. <laughs> These nuts. You're gonna love my nuts. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Emily was talking about the slap shop the other day, and I've been thinking about that since then. You're going to love my nuts. The Do you know what I'm talking shop? about? No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Union Square Nuts, they were delicious. You can find the recipe. Um, there, was a, there was a product made by the ShamWow people and sold by the ShamWow guy who apparently beat his girlfriend. Um, it was an as-seen-on-TV no thing, one. right, uh-huh. called, the, called the slap shop. And what you okay. did was it was a little, like, tiny little food processor that you would put things underneath the dome and go bam, 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 uh-huh, bam, bam, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then it would chop things up. But uh-huh. but when he's like, he's like, look what this does. You can do a tomato. You can do instant salsa, blah, 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 blah. But wait, you're going to love my nuts. And that was actually in the ad. 
no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It is very good for chopping nuts, though. I found, uh, I, I was, I don't know, somewhere with my mom in, like, 1994, and that sort of a thing existed, and they were like, this is just for chopping up peanuts, and I was like, Mom, this is brilliant, <laughs> and she got it, and so then we had a fucking peanut crumbler. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely has not seen the light of day in oh my 20 God. fucking years. That time more. period. And I think I've mentioned this before. Oh, the two things I love that were like kitchen novelties of the 80s were the salad shooter. I always wanted oh, a salad my shooter. My mother loves a salad shooter. Oh my God. It looks like she so uses much fun. hers religiously. Really? Yeah. Right all on. the time. Now, what I yep, would like yep. is a spiralizer, but. Because um, I have one of, of the, course. the cheap ones that you get at the at the drugstore in the SC19 yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. work as well. Um, uh, and uh, uh, these weird little things, what you were they were like hors d'oeuvre cutter outers. That's the best way I can have put it. So like you would make a, uh-huh. a multi level sandwich, and uh-huh, then uh-huh. put this little thing and in it. And you go put in like a fucking. Yeah, and then yeah, you would yeah. press it out like a push pop. And yes. then you would have yes. little bite-sized nuggets of whatever the fuck. They were cookie yes, cutters. Yes, like macarons. I'm saying yeah, yeah, this right cutters. now when they were, they were cookie deep, cutters. But deep, deep yes. cookie cutters. Deep cookie yeah, cutters. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I always wanted those. I don't know. The idea of eating like five tiny sandwiches instead of one big one was very exciting oh, to me. Oh, very appealing. Gabby and I talk about this all the time with like immediately the thought of tiny things that you can eat with your hands is so much more appealing than the idea of like a fucking meal. We call it hamster charcuterie. Yes. Because in the videos, they'll make these They'll make these charcuterie boards for fucking hamsters. I, so it's like baby carrots and tiny little fucking cucumbers. You have and told like, this to me before, and I find it slightly <laughs> disturbing, but I appreciate it, and I like that you like it so much. Oh, 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 it disturbs you because it sounds like it's I'm eating hamsters, isn't yes, it? Yes, that is exactly why. <laughs> Got it. It's not about eating hamsters. It's about eating a tiny charcuterie board for a hamster. And so, like, nine, first of all, this is what she eats 90% of the time. Like, this is soup. But for me... If I don't know what I want, mm-hmm. which is not that uncommon, mm-hmm. if you leave me to like think about lunch, I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, whoever had Nine lunch before. Times- Why do I have to make this decision? <laughs> Fuck this, I'll have microwave popcorn. All I popcorn. really just want is a grilled cheese and a tomato soup. Mm. That's what I really want. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. But what I really, what I can never turn down is like, would you like five little cucumber rounds and some baby carrots and a little scoop of hummus and like some some little mozzarella cheese rounds and strawberries? And I'm like, yes! Did you? exactly what I fucking want! Do you want to find that pepperoni that's been hanging out in your fridge and put some fucking mustard on it and roll it up? Look at you! Yes. That's fancy. Oh, yeah. I get very creative with my hamster charcuterie, so, I mean, hopefully you're not feeding, I feel like don't feed the pepperoni to a hamster, but, you know, that's your call. (laughs) Yeah, hamster Uh, charcuterie is the shit. I mean, hamsters eat their own babies, so I'm guessing pepperoni is not that big of a deal. (laughs) Oh my god, they're so roly-poly and great, though. I can't hold that against them. I mean, and if you're going to eat any kind of a hamster, you should eat the baby one, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's yes. the snack that smiles back. <laughs> <laughs> baby hamsters. Mm. Ooh. Um, cheese crackers slash goldfish crackers have that very specific smell. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Um, a freshly good. opened um, canister of uh, lemonade crystal light. Nice. Yes. For fucking sure. These are honestly things that I don't even have to think about. Like one leads to another. Then I think about like the, um, like the the big room at our church where everybody had coffee afterwards, and it would smell like coffee and that lemonade. Um, yes. And like the terrible cookies with the hole in the middle that they always gave out at Sunday school. Um, yes, that you would wear on your pinky. Oh, the fucking Danish, the Danish. Um, oh, like that. Oh, the butter cookies. The the bu- the, the little flat butter cookies shaped like a flower mm-hmm. with a hole in the middle that you could put on your pinky. Oh, oh, I remember those. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Do you want thunder? Is should we wrap it insane. up? I mean, yes. Yes. And I was going to say, uh, I was going to, what was I going to fucking say? You were talking about, uh, uh, oh, an Entenmann's, an Entenmann's, um, kind of anything, but specifically like their raspberry. The cheese Danish thing. Cheese Danish thing. Oh God, I could wear that for a fucking coat. <laughs> you could wear that for a coat. I was thinking it's, sort of something, something very Midsommar like on your head. On your head, yes. Because it's all braided. and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say I had I got one not too long ago and kind of like with that other fragrance that I was telling you about I was like I missed you so much like I I had forgotten about it and then it called to me um and I had one piece and I was like oh this actually tastes like shame to me because this was the kind of thing no! I would get with my mom and right. then we would each eat little bites of it until we ate the whole thing um, yeah, I know that but it was an interesting thing to face. Also, there's a lot more lemon in that scent than I had remembered in mm. that raspberry because it's like a a lemon raspberry. I guess the lemon. icing is probably more the, lemony. The icing's lemony. Mm-hmm. That's a good dessert. Oh fuck, yeah. that's a really good dessert. I don't think I can enjoy it anymore, but it was interesting to relive it. Yes, I could see that. Um, one more really good one is um, Christmas Day at my house. Good Lord. Christmas Day at my house. Hurry up, finish the podcast so don't die. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I should be telling you ghost stories, frankly. Ooh. But Christmas Day at my house. Um, <laughs> when Lush came out with their perfume, Rentless, which is, I think, like, I remember that. And pa- yeah, Rentless, uh, I think, is, like, grapefruit and patchouli and some other shit. I don't know off the top of my head. I, I blind bought it off the description alone and when it arrived at my house I smelled it and I burst into happy tears because it smelled like Christmas day as a child wow what I think it's like a combination of the Christmas tree and probably like potpourri okay yeah potpourri yeah yeah so it very much smells like my house on the best day to be in my house ever (laughs) on the only good day to be in my house most years I mean, I don't know if this is part of it, but it makes me think of those cinnamon pine cones, what you just described. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely got that element to it. So I wear Rentless usually on Christmas. Excuse me. Usually on Christmas Day. And, um, I mean, since I probably want to make sure that this file actually completes before the storm takes us out... Uh, I want to know what you smell like. To- what do you smell like today? Well, um, today I smell like American cream conditioner because I just washed my hair. Same. Um, I smell like 
I think that my new deodorant is probably a degree something. Um, yes. I don't go crazy with deodorant smells. I just want my armpits to not stink. Um, and I smell like we're using these new downy scents booster ones that are blue. I think they're called Unstoppables or something like that. Yes. Um, and so all my stuff smells like that and gain. Um, in my room, though, it also smells uh, slightly of... I was combing out wigs yesterday, so there's this yellow spray that you spray on wigs that helps you comb it out, which I don't like the smell of, but it dissipates quickly. But a little, little bit of that... Um, and, um, I made a, a body scrub that has coconut oil and frankincense oil in it. And that's what my arms smell like. What do you smell like? Well, as your friend, I will say that anyone who knows Lillian knows that she always smells like the most perfect laundry. Like the clothes, because of those scent boosters, because of your trauma, <laughs> the clothes that you give me smell like you forever. Oh, they just do. They that. do. Um, and so anytime I, gr- I grab something of yours, it smells like you for years and years. Oh and that's gosh, very comforting. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Um, so I smell today like one of my very few non-lush favorite perfumes, um, Thierry Mugler's Angel Muse. So Angel is the one in this in the blue star bottle. Muse came out in 2016, and it's known as a futuristic gourmand. It was like their approach to trying to make a vetiver-based gourmand. Woo! So it's pink pepper and grapefruit as the top notes. Middle notes as a hazelnut cocoa, like Nutella, basically. And the base is patchouli and vetiver, and it is very cocoa woody on me. Wow. It's lovely. Oh, when I see I really you, I want like to it. smell that. I absolutely have the, the, the poet's heart of someone who just wants to be like a single fragrance for the rest of time. Oh, yeah. But the reality of it is that my nose changes on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And the same smell that I love on Monday, by Wednesday, I'm like, oh, this oh, is yeah. totally different. Yep. And then I'll love it again you know, the next time sure. my nose is ready for it. But I just, I, yeah. I, I, I don't understand people who can wear the same exact thing no. every day. I used to wear Tresor for almost like 10 years straight. Um, yes. And now uh, now I'm in a rotation with Light Blue from Dolce & Gabbana. Um, mm. uh, Guerlain's uh, L'Instant, I think is how you say it. L'Instant. L'Instant. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, American Cream Perfume and... Um, uh, fresh sake from oh. Fresh. Ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. a great spring I smell. used to have their lemon sugar, uh, which yeah. I did like for a little while, but then it became very lysol Yeah. And it was real same hard with, to walk that line. Same with the Love's Baby Soft version, the lemon, that one. Oh, sure. That one yes. turned into kitchen yes. cleaner real fast. Yeah. It's hard to find a good lemon. Really hard. Um, uh, uh, also, just as like a as like a last minute and special thanks to special thanks to Victoria's Secret Love Spell forever and ever and ever oh, and ever. Mine was their warm amber or whatever it was. The Victoria's oh, Secret sure. Amber. That shit made me feel sexy. Yes. They had a lot of really sexy stuff, but Love Spell was the siren song of every single girl my age. It wasn't supposed to smell like grapefruit, but to me it smelled like the most perfect grapefruit. I forget what it was actually supposed to be. Huh. I don't know. Whatever they describe it as, I'm like, uh, that's not how it comes off. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I get like so that. So good though. Oh, nice. love spell. Nice. Love spelling cucumber melon forevers. Yeah, well, now I smell like cucumber melon because that's what I just <laughs> Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. I'm leaning into that for the day. Leaning into it. Uh, <sighs> do you have any real recommendations? Uh, no, not really, except for the podcasts that I mentioned earlier. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. podcasts that you mentioned earlier. We both are going to plug lovehowyoulooknow.com. Um, or you can go, if you go to Jen's, we get, like, credit for clicks. Not credit. We... I think that she's like getting a prize for the person who gets the most clicks. So if oh, that if that which matters, is not going to be me. Well, probably no. Not no but love love how you look now. dot com <laughs> is in. It's the love how you look masterclass series hosted by Tiffany Sparrow. Um, and you can go there and you can see the schedule there and you can watch. So, um, but Jen's talk is only available for twenty four hours for free. So if you want it. Go do it now. And that is today, fuck buddies, if you're listening to this in real time, Thursday the 22nd. Um, and it's a good one. It's a, it's a good one. It's a, a big, big, expansive version of my TED Talk, essentially. Um, and I miraculously don't swear very much, if at all. <laughs> and um, my other plug is quite... It's, it's the most saccharine thing I could possibly offer you this week, which is that the nanny is... All on HBO Max. Amazing. You're so welcome. Amazing. It's still so, so wonderful. Yay. Um, yeah. It's a, a delight. I always had a crush on the dad from that. He was on my one of my soap operas first. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Not British, guys. I love, I love, I love a British silver fox. I mean, that's Charles Shaughnessy for sure. All right. Thanks, fuck buddies. (sighs) Thanks, fuck buddies. We love you. Be good to yourselves this week. Yeah. And enjoy the spring. Oh, enjoy the spring. Find some joy. Find some delight. Go find some pretty rocks and go pick some daffodils and put them in your kitchen. Yay. It'll be good for you. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.